Hello and welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a shout out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up and get access to over 100 exclusive pieces of audio content, lots of lost episodes, interviews, b-sides, cutouts, there's lots of jokes. There's the one you listened to where we were having a dial-in meeting and the women were talking about some very interesting things and I was at home and I didn't realize my mic was on and I was going into the bathroom and talking to myself and they could all hear it. So yeah, that's on there too. It's kind of funny when you know it's not you. So I think you might enjoy that. Anyway, big thank you to our patrons. And if you sign up, you get your name read like these people. Mr. M. Lozier, Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James and Allie J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jan Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Jessica A., Swiffle F. Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runner, Michael M., Aldrich T., Les Scorpionita, Britt M., Therese H., Biker Teach, Christina B., Jason F., Abby B., Sarah B., Regina N., Josie S., Sam B., Mary E., Kristen W., Vanessa J., Mary C., RJ Har, Johanna H., Irma A., Nimi, and Sarah N. All right, my friends, you can be one of them. And if you get a chance, check out Love Them Dramatics. But more important than checking out Love Them Dramatics, find someone you're building and tell them about this podcast. Now, I hope you enjoy this exciting episode. Cheers. Alright. I'm recording. We're live. Balls. 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 Alright. Thank you for joining us at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and with me today are some fabulous people. We have Miss Lucille Lane. Hey. <laughs> I like It's getting different each time. I like at one point it was like an animal, like Hi, it drums. <laughs> I love it. It's beautiful. And Mr. Count Chocolate. Count me in for chocolate. Hello. Woohoo. Count me in. And also Ms. Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Guys, I am so glad you're here this January. It's been something. It's just been something. I think I can say that very safely without any doubts that this January has been something. I don't know what kind of something, but I'm going to try to be positive about it because Man, no use getting negative. It's not going to make it any better. So I'll just do the best to frame everything. All right, my friends, we're going to go ahead and dive into this one. This is from the Reddits, and it says from, of course, user Casanova Formosa. Teachers who quit or retired around 2019 really did catch the last chopper out, chop, <laughs> really did catch the last chopper out of Vietnam, didn't they? And I think so. It, it was things have changed. And when you got in, you didn't really have a chance to change with it. But I don't know. It was rough. I, I kind of support this. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Caught the last good ride? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking so, about retirement, right? Retirement, quitting, changing, whatever. Yes. Just getting out. I was going to say yes. So I, I got out uh, 21. I can't even imagine um, what it would feel like to not to experience even that, that bit of time after pandemic, like mm-hmm. 
just if I was free of those terrible nightmares. So yes. Yeah. I mean, getting out is getting out. Cool. But what we went through was a lot. Part of me feels that having experienced the last three years from going virtual, from teaching, in some ways made me a better teacher. In some ways, I think it's made me not a lesser teacher, but the level of effort that I have been willing to commit Mm -hmm. and the level of my personal mind space that I've been willing to commit to teaching was drastically reduced by the pandemic Mm -hmm. because it was tough before the pandemic. Like there were always struggles and things, but it wasn't kind of the wall to wall. Not only was that, I felt during the pandemic, we also felt that that was the time where a lot of people and politicians felt it was okay to demonize teachers and how dare they not want to have their lives at risk if they were had health risks for COVID. Why did they not, why were they teaching kids? And I feel since then it's been overly okay. And so like teachers are working really hard. Like, no, these teachers are telling them about how racism shouldn't happen and slavery was really a choice. And it's okay that they had slaves because they loved their slaves. I mean, I've heard all kinds of horrible shit and not just about that. Just like teachers aren't doing enough or why aren't they? And like, but they're not paying us and they have no desire to pay us more. And that's made me step back. Like, you know what? I'm only going to commit this much. And unfortunately I feel with me, it's spiraled just a little bit where it's like, I'm not willing to put as much of my energy into this classroom And the classroom behavior sometimes gets a little worse because of that, because, you know, I'm not. And then that makes me like, fuck, I don't want to deal with these kids. I'm not fighting this battle today. So they get a little more wild because I'm not fighting that battle that day. And then I I mean, you can see where this is going right there and how it's a. I feel like that's happened to me in teaching since since COVID. And of course, I've had personal struggles and that definitely didn't help. But Count, what do you how do you feel about this? You stepped out of the classroom at the end of the 2019 school year. You. I won't say you dodged the bullet, but you you left at a great time because no one knew what to do when the pandemic hit. Everyone knows education suffered. And like you said, teachers became the villains if we didn't teach um, part of your class in person, another part of your class online. You have asynchronous days. The scheduling became a nightmare. Counselors were frustrated. Students, some students thrived, other students didn't. Kids were aware of so much cheating. Like it, it just became an educational mess. And you brought up AI. Yes. Who's writing your Who's writing your essays now? Who's doing these papers? What are the recommendation letters look like? It's not what you originally signed up for. If you went through undergrad as an education major, when you went and got licensed and certified, it was not for this. It's not terrible. It's not the end of the world. But it is vastly different than four or five years ago. And the expectation has increased. The responsibility has increased. And like we said, the compensation and pay has not. Not to the degree or magnitude of the expectations of what we have to provide and serve our students with. It's, it's being run like a business. And it doesn't need to be. If it's a social service, you shouldn't run it like a business. You shouldn't expect people to hit these things. You shouldn't expect everything to occur. You shouldn't expect salespeople. You shouldn't expect service with a smile. 
And I think, Count, you nailed it on the head. Lucille and Bonnie were both nodding when you said, this is not what we signed up for. Not virtual teaching or not what we're signing up now. And I know so many teachers. Shirley Temper is one of them who has a degree and her teacher, because of their school stature of being a school of innovation, I think is the title they're using for theirs, she's having to teach floral design, which she has no idea, no background. The school has no curriculum. Like, that's not what you got a degree in why you signed on to this passion was for them to force you to do something because you probably could. We don't really care. We just – and I feel like that's becoming more of an accepted norm. Lucille, how do you feel? Do you feel like the glory days are all behind us? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think anything's going to be – I mean, this is like – this is a loaded topic, and it's not just because of pandemic. Mm-hmm. You're right. AI. AI is going to, it's going to help a lot of things. I was doing, um, you know, catching up on, you know, what's the latest trends in, in school and AI is one of them. It's helping teachers ask better questions for responses to uh, understand knowledge. But, um, and, you know, it's easy to detect um, dyslexia. They're using it to, like, detect dyslexia. Mm-hmm. However, we are now in a point where kids can get it. Uh, you don't know what they're really asking during, you know, those mischievous ones during school hours or how are they using it sneaky to, to cheat mm-hmm. or to get an easy answer. And with kids that, like, instant gratification, uh, want the shit now, right now. Here, I got the answer. Instead of thinking it out, it's going to make lazy people. Well, the thing is they want us to teach critical thinking and they want the kids to display critical thinking, but they don't give us the time to evaluate critical thinking appropriately or to teach it. And then when the kids don't have to, I mean... They don't have to, no. They don't have to. They won't. If kids know that no matter what, they're never going to earn less than a 60 so they can do one paper at the end and turn it in... They're not gonna. I mean, there are kids who will try and do the work, but there's a large percentage where once it becomes socially acceptable in their friend circle to not do work anymore, mm-hmm. they're not doing it. Bunny, you had something to say earlier, but you also had a mouthful of food, so I didn't want to call on you <laughs> until you... No, that's that's fair. Um, just backtracking to the thing about this isn't what we signed on for, like, that was the thing that made my blood boil during the 2020-2021 school years was the political or you know, whoever people being like, you know, this is what you signed up for. Uh, the fuck it was. Um, Mm -hmm. when I did my student teaching back in the dark ages, like we didn't even have active shooter drills. Like that wasn't a thing yet. Mm -hmm. The thought of having to teach a performing course solely online would have been laughable. Like the things that we are being asked to do now were not like literally that was not a thing and so no this is not what i signed on for it's also gaslighting mm-hmm. yeah for sure <laughs> I, I feel the the difference is jobs and tasks that were required of teachers 20 years ago 15 years ago 10 years ago are now being assigned to one teacher instead of a group instead of having one person where this is their job and this is their benefit and this person has to you have one person who's having to do the jobs of four. And now it's the whole team is doing the job of four or five people each. 
And you lose time for compassion. You lose time to want to do anything outside of work. And I think that's fully supported. We talk about all the time here that if you die on this job, they're going to have a new teacher in your room tomorrow. They're going to, they might stop. They might say a moment, but the show's going on. It's not worth risking your mental health, your relationships, your, Mm -hmm. it's just not at this point. And yes, those kids don't need to be let down. Yes. Those kids deserve an education, but that shouldn't guilt you into being the one forced to do it. Yeah, my floor needs to be cleaned up because someone took a shit on it. But maybe I can get the person who took a shit on my floor to clean it up instead of forcing it. I don't know. That went off hand. That's I a whole. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I got off topic. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, for not for this is what we did. We're not. Let me start this again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going back to thinking like this is not what we signed up for. Um, and with all of the hurdles now. Technology, we're talking all of it, all of it, behaviors, you know, um, those kids back in the pandemic who lost the social aspect of school and how, like, how that was beneficial. Also, the large gaps. Those large gaps, we're not going to see consistency for many, many years to come. And with that being said, um, putting those two things together, I never thought that I would say this, and there's going to be probably a lot of comments about this, but you remember problem-based learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's almost something now that is a necessity because you really can't use AI or if you use AI, it's how to help me get to my goal, but it can't solve the problem for you. Mm -hmm. So we need to be looking at education as a whole different way. I think the first thing is we need to decide that education is worth it and we need to fund it. It's not that we need to make teachers more accountable. It's not that we need to make sure expectations are higher. It's that you need to fund it. If I want to lead a healthy lifestyle, I can't just put burgers in my system. I need to put things that are worthwhile. And to get those worthwhile things, sometimes I need to spend money. Sometimes you need to pay the teachers so they stay and they have the desire. It's not okay, we'll just take these vets and these bus drivers. That And there's nothing wrong with being a vet, a vet or a bus driver, but I'm saying people who aren't certified in this position and bring them in because they just need – if you're putting warm bodies in, that's all you're going to get is a warm body. Yeah. yeah. See, the other part that really frustrated me was the standard that they lowered for allowing an adult into a classroom during this whole time. Mm-hmm. Before it was, hey, if you're certified, you can be in this role – Then it was like, oh, if you have a college degree, you can be in this role. Mm -hmm. I got really, really mad when it was like, hey, if you have any former military training, you could be in a classroom. And I was like, this is not how this works. I went through four years Mm -hmm. of this undergrad, certification, licensing, all the professional development, the training, um, learning how to build a rapport. And you're going to let any adult who has a pulse in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And exactly. I have never felt it. I have never felt more insulted in my life saying that, oh, yeah, I can do that. Sure, go ahead and give it a try. And as soon as you fill out some paperwork, you're in there. Yeah. Like, no, that's not how this works. And then act surprised when it doesn't go well or things just aren't at the level. Like, man, when I was in school, yeah, well, they they paid teachers a little bit better four years ago. Or inflation hadn't hit. Or they hand you a new hire who has never been in a classroom before and want you to give them their lesson plans and help them with their for no extra pay, like, Jeez. So now I'm literally doing yeah. two people's jobs. Yeah. Back to what you were saying about the money and the funding. So yes, your people are going to be loyal 
and they're going to be effective if they are paid their worth first. Let's start there. And they feel appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, yes. And money does help you feel appreciated. It does. And um, yes. second, um, we can't be doing the same old shit when tech, uh, technology and, um, you know, best practices are changing all the time. We need to think about if you're going to invest in a curriculum or a practice, make sure it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And really commit because <laughs> this is not, we are doing the same thing over and over. And expecting different results. I was just going to say, is it's, not it's not, literally, it's not how it needs to work. It's all, I think what's going to happen, it's probably going to happen sooner than later, is there's going to be another big shift. Whenever there's been a big shift in the way society is working, different methods of education come up. There used to be single block classrooms. Things were a lot different in, say, the 1800s in the industrial age. And then because of that, Montessori teaching came out, and they started evaluating different ways to run classroom. And as communities and cities have gotten larger, we've evolved these districts. We have different ways. But now with the advent of technology, with the way everything's worked, with the way what's expected, and the thing is a lot of the jobs that were available today, six years ago, aren't going to be there in four or five years. Mm-hmm. The world, this is very different because the world we're preparing these kids to go into is not the world we were in. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, guess what? Yeah. We have a Patreon. Yeah, we do. It's true for as little as $5 a month. You can be a patron of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Go to Patreon. You can sign up right there and you get access instantly to over 100 bonus episodes, exclusive content, B-sides, interviews with the host. You get to have your name read at the beginning of the podcast and you're funding beautiful meals for a record. Today we had bagels and lox and bacon and fruit and coffee and booze and it's been a nice little breakfast. So thank you, patrons. And you can be one of the people we say thank you for. Sign up and do it now. All right, now we have our lovely Miss Shirley Temper reading our Would You Rather. Would you rather all your exes are moving in with you, or everyone thinks you're Superman, but you're actually just you? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so today we have Would You Have All of Your Exes Move In With You? Or everyone thinks you're Superman. <laughs> Whew, um, I, I'm just going to choose Superman because a lot of these people I don't want around anymore. It's just, it wouldn't be good for me. It wouldn't be good for them. I mean, I don't want to be selfish. There's reasons they're exes and not currents. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take the everyone thinking I'm Superman. I'm going to try and make that work for me and hope no one just tries to take a shot at me just because they can. (laughs) Because Um, they think you're bulletproof. They think I'm bulletproof, yeah. (laughs) Save me! No, I'm not. Please, so come help me! No, I I can't. (laughs) Yeah, we believe you're else. No, I don't know. What do you think, Count? Oh, yeah, go ahead and paint it. That's on my chest. Um, Give me the cape, whatever else. Um, I don't even have that many X's, but... But the ones that I do have, uh, they don't want to live with me. Um, shit, some of them would actually probably be glad. But, nah, you don't, nope, 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 nope. I don't need exes with me. I'm happy with where I'm at. And um, I probably look good in paratites. Mm-hmm. I bet you would. <laughs> Lucille, what about you? Exes or you're Superman? Or everyone thinks you're Superman? Yeah, uh, no. But this one's a hard one because <laughs> I know my exes. 
And I think not being in a relationship with them absolutely like outside. Now I was married for 12 years, so I don't have that many as well. But the ones that I did have, like I'm, there's a couple of them I'm still friends with. Mm -hmm. So I just think it would be a good time. Like, yeah. Let's watch some movies. Let's do stupid shit. Like, if they're going to be my roommates, like, you know, the expectation, I don't think it would be a big deal. That's what we're doing, right? You're I assume. Living with them. That's yeah. why I kind of assume. When they're moving in, it's not like you're having a relationship with all no, of them. No, no, you're no. Just, I would just they're like, yeah, they're, they're my roommates. And that would be fine. But here's an expectation about Superman. People think you are, but you're not. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have expectations of me that is just kind of like, I can't fulfill those. Never gonna meet them. Oh, or someone's like, "Here, take my baby to the hospital." I, I can't. I, no. I, my car's not working. Stop the, <laughs> I can't fly. The brakes on this bus are broken. Stop the car. No, no, I can't do any of that. So I would be looked at as a villain, actually, or like somebody who is just betraying society. So um, that comes with more problems, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let my exes move in with me. And um, I told him to fuck off once. I can tell him to fuck off again. It's not, it's not That's big, the power right there. It's not a big deal. You. And that is the Superman power right there. I, I love that. I love it. Buddy, what about you? I was going to say, uh, I think I'm also going to go with, like, most of my exes were really, like, good, decent humans. It just was, we weren't a good fit as a couple so if we have a roommate agreement and uh we can all chip in and afford to move into a larger house where we're not like having to be up in each other's business all the time then i i think i would rather that than the pressure of people constantly like putting expectations on me yeah I'm with you, Lucille. Mm-hmm. I feel I could handle it if it was like a real world style house where like we have our own rooms. But I, I did think about like, oh, all of them move into my house now. Um, yeah, I like air mattresses. Yeah, it, it's not everyone I ever dated. So I'm saying people I dated long enough where they might be considered an ex, not just someone I saw for like a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's not a ton of them. I mean, it's low double digits, probably like 15 and under or something like that. And I can say that there's maybe a third that I really have no interest in seeing again. They were either nuts or they did something that was just, blah, I don't want you. And the rest of them, most of them, if we saw each other, we could be decent and happy and civil. We could have a drink together. We can talk. We probably wouldn't go, you know, going out together or anything. But I I believe I can handle it. And some of them I do, and then some don't even want to talk to me because, you know, that's how it works Those sometimes. Those are the best roommates that don't want to talk. Yeah. You still pay your rent, right? Yeah, that's Like, it. I'm here. <laughs> I live here, but yeah, we don't have to. You pay yeah. up on time. Oh. We cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would do it. All right, friends. Well, yeah, that was it. All right, friends. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink. I like to thank my hosts who are with me today. Count Chocolate, I'm so glad you were here. Pleasure being here as always. Thank you. Thank you. And Miss Lucille Lane, I love seeing you. I'm so glad we could be here. Yeah, thank you for being at my my, my humble abode. <laughs> and Miss Bunny O'Hare, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> it was a pleasure and an honor, it, as always. Oh, All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you take care of your mental health. Uh, Therapy is usually included in part of your district plan, so look into it. You'd be surprised how talking to someone else can you know make a difference or at least help you see your patterns. All right, everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers!
All right, my friends, thanks for choosing and listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. If you get a chance, tell someone at your work about us. Find one person you think might dig it and just help spread the word. It goes a long way. I'd like to thank all my hosts who are with me today and helped me out this podcast, especially Miss Lucille Lane, who let us host at her house. She is the shit. All right, my friends, everyone out there, take care of yourselves. I'm kind of burning out a little bit. It's only the end of January, so I'm going to need to take some time to focus before the life gets going again. But anyway, I love all of you. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for the patrons. Thanks for the listens. All of you guys, have a good night. Cheers. Or a good day, you know, whatever.